0: And welcome to the Two Five O, the podcast where the music is all that matters—nothing but the music. I'm Douglas, and with me, as always, is my co-host Jonathan. How are you, Jonathan? I'm not too bad. Cool. You, you want, stuff. Do you want me to say something? No, say something no, snappy. No, no, no I'm that's doing just fine. Really good stuff. That's fine. That's good radio. Fine. <laughs> if this is your first time shooting into the Two Five O. We've taken a snapshot of IMDb's top 250 movies of all time as of January 2020 and have begun watching them from number 250 through to number 1. In this podcast we discuss our opinions, thoughts and reactions to the movies within. Today's movie, number 225, The Red Shoes.
1: An aspiring ballerina, Victoria Page is recruited to join a prestigious ballet company by its wealthy and emotionally devoid producer, Boris Lementov. A brilliant and sharp composer, Julian Craster, is also recruited to arrange a score for the company's next production. The two budding artists swiftly find themselves challenged by Lemontov to choose, art or romance.
0: The Red Shoes was written and directed by Emmerich Pressburger and Michael Powell. Pressburger. That's <laughs> literally one of my favourite last names we come across in the two vote. One of the better ones. And the original Red Shoes story was written by Hans Christian Andersen, who is um, a prolific Danish author. I uh, also wrote Little Mermaid, Emperor's New Clothes, and The Princess and the Bee, to name a few. So,
1: Amongst others, yes.
0: Mm, mm. I'm pretty sure he did, like, Thumbelina and stuff like that as well. Pretty sure. Mm.
1: He was, uh...
0: Grim kind of fairy tales.
1: Hmm. yeah. But not Grimm's fairy tale, no, that's someone else, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's another thing. That's an entirely different kettle of fish. Uh, neither mm. Jonathan nor I have watched this film, and I feel kind of ashamed that I haven't watched this film because it is yeah. literally a dance film and I'm a dancer, so... I'm a dancer. I fucking, I'm not going to do it again. I <laughs> <laughs> did the last episode. This, yeah, this happened last funny. episode. Fucking John <laughs> berating me. Dancer. Saying, I'm a dancer. But I, okay, I literally have purpose to say I'm a dancer in this movie. Yeah, that yeah, 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 the yeah. film is about dance. Come on.
1: I'm very interested about your takes on this mm, one. Mm. I feel like you will have some more salient points than I might. But I still had a pretty good time. Mm. So... I think it's still a pretty good film.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, I had a really good time with it. I mm. was surprised to discover that uh, Robert Helpman uh, choreographed it, who is a Australian-born and bred choreographer, Whoa. brought up in Adelaide, which is uh, where uh, Adelaide, South Australia, um, which is where both Jonathan and I are from. Technically, we're both from South Australia. We've both lived in Adelaide at um, uh, some point or another. Um, Various and, points. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, but now just, you've
1: been you've been whisked away to an undisclosed location now. <laughs> location in, uh, You're no longer You no longer live in Adelaide.
0: Somewhere in Paraguay. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just cool to think that, you know, some little dancer boy from Adelaide managed to get that fucking far to choreograph a film like this. And just how... That could be you. It, that it could, could be, be you, me. Douglas. Uh, no, it could just, be you one day. Just how exquisite the choreo is. is yeah, really... Um, I don't know, it's it's inspiring to think that, yeah, you know, an Aussie, Aussie fella managed to uh, put all that kind of stuff out there. So, yeah, it's cool.
1: Very good film. It's awesome. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, yes. It was... It's not without its flaws.
0: Definitely has a couple of flaws.
1: I just found myself, like, enjoying the ballet. There's, like, a big yeah. chunk in my... Like, a big gap in my notes where I was just like, this is just fun. This is just dance. I'm just having yeah. a good time watching this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it literally is. You're pretty much just watching. Um, there's a, one big chunk of uh, ballet, probably about midway through the film, which is a exquisite sequence uh, of uh, ballet. So I think, yeah, if I were to recommend this film to anyone listening, if you have even a mild interest in dance or even the arts, I think there's um, a good level of connection that could be made if um, someone's in the creative arts and, you know, you've had to make... Uh, decisions you know tough decisions about whether to pursue the arts or do something else you know not necessarily romance but like you know just something else in life that might stop you from doing (laughs) arts i think that yeah this is actually a very um poignant story still resonates today Mm. it's about ambition
1: douglas Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be about arts you know yeah true it's just
0: People Ambitions don't have to be fucking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to gatekeep. Boy. I'm not trying to say only creatives can watch this film and thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it.
1: <laughs> only creators understand this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Only dancers understand it. <laughs> mm.
1: oh. I did oh. like how because all the characters are mostly mostly dancers, but all creatives of some description. description. All the ones that all the ones that have a lot of screen time. Are very dramatic, yeah. Except for the music, what like Craster is very dramatic, but a lot of the music people aren't. Mm. They're just like okay, like yeah,
0: um. down, mate. Like,
1: is it Livy who's the the composer? Livy, Livy.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. L I V I. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just. He's literally the one just with the, glass Livvy eye. the Yeah. He. Yeah. <laughs> He'll. He's a lot more straight to the point. But everyone else is a little he's, drama mama. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in here where I was like, shit, that's just what the the creative arts is and still is. Mm. Um, kind of amazing how yeah, it, this was made in fucking 1948, and a lot of this shit still like still happens. Mm. You know, a, a lot of these personalities and things are still there. You can find them um very very easily
1: it it lets them really be in the same way the ballet is really overacty hyper dramatic to really you know no ambiguity about what is going on what people's emotions are and things like that
0: was that a slag at ballet or
1: no <laughs> that's how ballet works <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: true true yeah ballet is it's um, not did i say
1: overacting yeah. i meant just like Pantom you know line. you know what i mean yeah everything you do in ballet is, is... very
0: yes I'm you're making you're nuns... big arm motions yeah <laughs> <into the laughs> no, camera. No, i can see do you it get, but... you get it douglas yeah i do i do get it you're It's the equivalent of acting where, you know, you're always told your voice needs to hit, like, the back wall whenever you're in theatre. It's the same deal, but you're just doing it with your body. So, you're... yeah. Your
1: limbs need to hit the back wall.
0: Bingo bongo. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And if they don't, I'll pick you up and throw you there. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. And, like, everyone's, like, so mean to, like, people who are new and... Oh, absolutely. Which is just Mm -hmm. kind of hilarious to watch. Clicks,
0: yep. And the... The uh, the green green kids green kids on the block yep. always fucking yep. them. Oh, I've I've been in both both um, different ends of that power play.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: Where you're you're either the the veteran and you see the new kid on the block and you're like, oh fuck. I'm going to tear this kid apart. <laughs> <laughs> or you are the new kid on the block and you can feel, you know, like the veteran's eyes on you. And you're like, oh, fuck, you know, like i got to do good. Ballet is just perpetual high school. It is actually. You know what? <laughs> can we? The Red Shoes, perpetual high school.
1: <laughs> perpetual high school. I'm uh, okay with that as like, a
0: slogan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But very good film.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Back to the film. Just fun. Mm.
1: Like the characters. Yeah. Lemontov is fucking incredible. Yeah, He's so, is so so good. Superb, yeah. And that's just about enough reason to watch on its own. Mm. He's mm. um.
0: He's pretty much the main character.
1: Pretty much, it, yeah. He
0: he is like a center of the uh, a lot mm. of the the movie. So, but uh, good film, good film. Uh, would highly recommend. If you had any interest in the arts, definitely go check it out. And if you're happy to sit through like a fifteen minute ballet sequence, then this one, this is your ticket.
1: As a person who has sat through ballets before, <laughs> as a person who's watched
0: live, wait, like, did I watch
1: any of your ballet? Uh, did I watch any of your ballet, or was it other dance stuff?
0: No, I think you might have seen. You might have come to a couple of the ballets that I've been in. I've gone to a couple Maybe. of your shows. Yeah.
1: It was a while ago, mm. which you know, I, I I'm not falling over myself. I I, I definitely appreciate it. Mm. I go to like other shows and stuff, um, but I don't think you need that appreciation either, because mm. it's just cool. It's yeah. just fun. Mm. Mm. You just it's like a- wow, these people are very
0: skilled. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very powerful art form, I think. And um, yeah, I I love watching ballet. I hate doing ballet. Ballet is like my least favorite. Style of dance to actually perform and do, mm. but fuck, I love watching it because I, I know the level of skill and determination and persistence that it takes um, to do it, and to do it well uh, is another thing.
1: Like I assume to be a really good ballet dancer, that's your—you've got to dedicate your yourself life. to that and yep. only that. Yeah, yep. yeah. And it's one of so. those
0: things where you kind of—I think a lot of people figure it out very early, whether it's for them or not. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of persistence because it is a hard, hard industry. Mm. Both from the inside people telling you that you can't do it to the outside people telling you you can't do it. So, um, uh, everyone is saying no, but you have to be the one person saying yes. It's a very tough world, but... uh, Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Very, very inspirational stuff. Very good.
1: Mm. Remember, if you do ballet... Uh, actually, I was about to spoil the ending, which I will not do, before the, <laughs> the spoiler, spoiler siren. I am a dancer, that is to say, a conduit. I don't define movement, movement defines me.
0: I was wondering whether you were going to say something else, I was, I was hesitant to say siren, so I was like, spoiler, and then you said siren, and I was like, siren. I'm
1: being boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I, I, should probably, I should probably avoid talking about what I was going to talk about. Well,
0: we're in spoiler town now.
1: We are in spoiler town, but I was going to spoil the very ending of the film.
0: Oh, this close. But they've heard the spoiler siren. They know what that means. No,
1: I'm not going to. It's Aww. fine. I've forgotten the train of thought I was on anyway. Oh, okay. I fucking love- i, I already mentioned it, mm. but just like all the drama in this mm. constantly. Mm. Like there's the girl who gets engaged. Yes. And then like chucked out of the ballet basically. Yep. And- the whole time she's like, I don't know, uh, uh, speaking with that horrible fake accent. Arena. And, yeah. Yeah. And going, like, Oh, oh would you. Um, Could you show um, your fake you accent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. It's so incredible. Yeah. There's the. Just like Lermontov as a character mm. is not that kind of drama, but mm. he's just a character.
0: He's very brooding. Um, mm. very very inward kind of dude.
1: There's that one scene where he's in one of his offices and it's it's just completely dark and he's just smoking a cigarette mm. out by the window yep. before someone comes in. Yeah, It's like the kind of thing... It feels like the kind of thing you do only if you knew people were watching. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to sit here all moody-like. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you knew people were watching or if you had a camera on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. He just makes this amazing like not foil but like um driving force for the whole film and his character bounces up and down the whole time you know yeah. his first introduction to victoria he's like no i don't fucking want an amateur yeah amateur. Yeah. uh and uh well it works better for cross uh, crosser yeah. yep crosser sorry i thought i was like thinking of rebecca a book oh oh no is that a cross from rebecca no no oh. <laughs> then no.
0: Oh, it's crust. <laughs> is, that a cr- is that a crust or in Hot Fuzz? Or do I
1: think it's something else?
0: In Hot Fuzz? No. I don't think so.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but he's this, you know, uh, he puts his ballet before everything. I mean, yeah. he's literally his ballet. Yeah. It's like- His life is his work. He mentions like, this is my family at um, Grisha's party. Yeah. There's, he has no qualms with just like chopping people off. When they're, you know, he doesn't make the same emotional connections.
0: Personal connections, yeah.
1: That's why it's interesting to see him regretting dropping Victoria at the uh, back quarter of the film. You can kind of see it's like tearing apart.
0: Yeah, I know a couple of Lermontovs in um, in real life. Mm-hmm. And they are very, um, uh, both self-preserving people. And they preserve the integrity of a company they avoid making too many personal connections within the company because then that, it's it's a weird psychology kind of thing, but I think it elevates the level of professionalism of the company up to a different standard mm. because if they're out at a party or something and, let's say, a Lermontov type of character comes to the party and the cast are all like, "Wait, it's Lermontov! Yeah, shots, Lermontov! And then, Lermontov, and then Lermontov's like, Fuck yeah, let's do some shots. And then... Let's say there are some investors or producers or something at the party and then they're all like, oh, fucking hell, this guy's a bit of a fucking party house, isn't he? We don't want (laughs) to toss any money at this fucking degenerate. I mean, like, that's a very specific circumstance, Hmm. but, like, circumstances like that where uh, I feel like producers and that sort of thing avoid making too many personal connections with their cast and uh, their crew because then it also makes the idea of if they have to let them go, then there's probably not going to be too many bad feelings because you're in a position of the neutral ground. Like, you're still friends with them and stuff in, like, a professional sense. Right. But you're not close friends. So, then you're not <laughs> having to give them the boot when, like, yeah, they're, they're, they'll then they start arguing because they go, like, oh, you're my friend. Why are you kicking me out? Me, me, me. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: So. It's, like, um, defensive. Yeah. Tactical defensive
0: for both themselves, the company, the work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, interesting. I've seen it, yeah, seen it done a fair few times before, hmm. and uh, yeah, I think for the most part, it seems to work. Obviously, it keeps it keeps that level of professionalism basically
1: so so i literally just realized when you said i know a few Lermontovs, mm. i thought you meant literally people whose surname were Lermontov oh, until right now and now i've now i understand it all makes sense <laughs> i was like where You're are like, you meeting russians Lomintovs in you- south <laughs> <laughs> australia <laughs> what does that mean
0: <laughs> uh i know a couple of um russian uh, <clears throat> ballet teachers who are uh they're very there's the that one scene i think it's like after they've done the the red shoes first performance mm-hmm. um and they're about they're all setting up to do the bar work or maybe it's before that and one lady comes in and she's like quiet and then you know they just start the class yeah oh, god i know so many of those <laughs> like it's literally you have to like be ready at the bar good to go shut the fuck up don't say a goddamn word like even if they're not there yet they might be like 10-15 minutes like strategically to make sure to see if people start talking and goofing off and then they'll just uh-huh. kick in the door and be like you out you out like they'll start ping people who are fucking um not you know, you know being professional in the moment they'll kick them out It's crazy that sounds miserable it is miserable but i don't know it's a for me it's a challenge but i love it yeah yeah i must dance uh, (laughs) it's a masochistic challenge i think for for a lot of dancers that's like to you want to you want to prove yourself you want to prove yourself Mm. to to be something to whether it's a teacher or a choreographer producer whatever it is dancers want to be able to prove themselves and i think uh, Vicky uh, has that big time for Lermontov because Lermontov sees her initially, and she's like, "He's like fucking, t- you're an amateur." Like he was expecting mm. her to be amateur. Um,
1: Ballet is my religion.
0: But uh, fucking that that quote. Uh, Why do you want to dance? And then she responds, "Why do you want to live?" Um, yeah, I think is a, a while very you know kind of cheesy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a good. Line, I think for for dancers in general, it's a yeah. I I vibed that. I was like, oh yes.
1: (laughs) It allows for a lot of cheese. The the uh, the way this film is set up,
0: plenty of plenty of uh cheese.
1: Someone says something horribly cheesy, you know, like that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds like what the real person would do. Mm -hmm. That's seems Mm -hmm. consistent. Mm
0: Because they're all bloody theatre people. And as you said, theatre people, including myself, are about five times larger than life, even in normal life. So, when you put them on Mm. stage, they're like 20 times larger.
1: (laughs) A good um, uh, mutual friend of ours, uh, uh, who I don't know if she was still doing dance. I think she was, throughout uh, an engineering degree that we were doing together. And she, it took a long time for her to come down a bit. <laughs> when she first came in, I was like, oh You're my like, goodness. wow.
0: she's wolf. <laughs> yeah.
1: Holy doodle. Yeah, it
0: takes a little bit to, to ease off the theater, the theater, uh, training wheels and, uh, get back into real And now life.
1: I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going more theater these days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're Fuck strapping it. them on. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm getting crazy. Um, I really like as well the, uh, I don't know what to call them. They're like the like Lee, like the heads of the departments as it were. Sure. Uh, Lee like-
0: choreographer is Grisha. Um, yep. Head costume designer is the um, the old dude. I forget his Dance name. Starts with an S. Um, Sergei. Sergei. Yeah. 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 Sergei. Yep. Um, Livy would be, um, head of, uh, orchestra. So the, they're not net, they would be conductor whenever they need to be. Right. They, they're generally responsible for the orchestra. So assembling them, mm-hmm. uh, and just overseeing the whole process. Uh, Julian was a conductor in the initial stages, but then he evolves into that kind of a position where Livy was. And I think it, by the looks of the film, they kind of co run it, you know, um, simultaneously yep.
1: it seems more like at least at that point Livy is more managing the uh, musicians whereas yep. Yep. Julian is writing the score Being and the creative force it. yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, I think were there any others there's there's four of them Grisha Costume Orchestra who's the fourth one Choreo we did Choreo Choreo is Grisha
1: no, no, it's three. Sorry, I was thinking of the um. There's the financials guy who pops in. Oh, yeah,
0: then. the dude with the monocle who keeps on sitting at Lermontov's desk, going, "Great show, lovely show," <laughs> in like a very vicious French accent. <laughs> mm,
1: they were like just like super cool characters because mm. there's like a load of variety there. Mm. Um,
0: Grisha is insane. I love him. He was Grisha like. Is amazing. I- You'd meet a lot of choreographers like Grisha Just generally bubbly Kind of like jokey They have a level of banter and mm. stuff um, Yes uh, Which is really nice to have in a choreographer But uh, still like They will get down to business When they need to get down to business Like mm. when Vicky is rehearsing the um, The Red Shoes on stage And you know she's Whinging about the tempo being too fast For her turns or whatever and then Grisha's just like you know you're gonna have to make it work you know that's that's what it is you gotta do it uh yeah plenty of choreographers that are they have that fine balance which is really cool Mm-hmm. Mm. banter and seriousness
1: they're kind of like I, I kept making the Waldorf and Statler comparison <laughs> especially because they especially because most of the time they're sitting up in mm. the the little booth
0: <laughs> the boxes yeah yeah
1: which is amazing.
0: The, the Lincoln boxes mm.
1: when are these chuckle nuts gonna be
0: done <laughs> I don't know
1: I need some Wolfenstallic quotes yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking uh, Moira Shearer uh, the lady who plays um, Victoria Page mm-hmm. her point work is absolutely exquisite isn't from a technical standpoint she fucking like oh insane absolutely impeccable. Mm. this is a, a debut as well in film wow um, the Red Shoes Allegedly, uh, Pressburger and Powell were very adamant that if they were going to do this story, they wanted to cast a dancer as the lead. Yeah, and uh, fucking thank God because oh God, if they casted just an actress and they tried to get them to like to dance as a professional dancer should, yeah, oh if, to any dancer or choreographer's eye, it would just been an eyesore, and and, and the. the the creatives that they were trying to create, not specifically for, but like the one, the demographic, the market of creatives mm. would have all looked at it and just immediately gone, mm, no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: It's, it's different to like, you know, you do like a military film and yeah, your details yeah. are wrong in some place. That's That's one thing. Just because it's sometimes, I feel like, just hard to really get things 100% right, like Mm. it is. But when it's like, oh, we need to do a good ballet film, it's like, well, we're already a fucking, like, half of these people here started in ballet. You know, half of the actors in this building started in ballet. Yeah. yeah. So the the crossover is probably not too bad. It's like how, um, it's like how you fucking take any actor on like a talk show and like half like almost all of them can play an instrument and half of them can sing really well it's because yep. he, that's how it starts yep. it's yep. it's not they start like-
0: out they start out young doing all that kind of stuff or they start out or like they in the process of doing like their acting they start picking up all the other uh strings mm. to their bow absolutely mm. um the amount of uh professional actors that were who have start either started out in dance or doubled in dance or um, even just did theatre work before they, you know, hit the the big screen time.
1: I think Ron Swanson's actor did ballet. Yep. Briefly. Yep. Like, like it's everywhere.
0: Mm, mm. I mean, my, my classic one that I always go to, the one that everyone kind of knows, is uh, Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man. He got his start out as a dancer. He was uh, Billy Elliot in uh, West End uh, in his wow. younger years. And then... Uh, you know, used all of his talents uh, as a dancer to land the role of Spider-Man. Which is, yeah, fucking cool stuff. I like Tom Holland. He's Mm. a good kid.
1: He seems nice. Mm. Fuck. He's younger than me. Mm -hmm. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's he's working
0: hard. Have you seen? I was re-watching. I I re-watched Civil War last night. I've never
1: watched Civil War, actually.
0: He is an absolute baby in Civil War. They show him, like, 20... out of the suit and his hair's all slicked back and he's he's proper Peter Parker.
1: 26, 2016. He would have been, like, 19, 18, 19. Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, but they would have made him, like...
1: Yeah, I, time of, time of filming, he would have been, like, 18. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or less.
0: Peter Parker is supposed to be, like, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe canon, he was supposed to be, like, 15, 16. So, they would have, like, given him the... The scrub up with the hair and everything to make him look younger. Okay. Um. Cause he's absolutely- Well, he's got me syndrome. He's baby faced, but um. Yeah. He, he looks so baby. So so baby. <laughs> it's fucking adorable.
1: Anyway, so red shoes.
0: Yes. I Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ballet is good. I'm glad to hear mm, it. Mm. It definitely. I was impressed, mm. and I'm. I, I'm not in any place to pick what good and bad ballet looks mm. like, but I was like, that
0: looks pretty skilled. If you're entertained, then, like, that's, you know, yeah. for any ballet dancers, you can ask any ballet dancer, if you were entertained, they're happy. <laughs> okay, Um. good. Uh, that's 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 our job, is yep. entertainment. Um, what did you think of the the super-duper long ballet sequence, the actual Red Shoes I, performance? What did you think yeah, of Yeah,
1: I loved that. That was really good. I thought it was an interesting move to kind of pull out of the real performance here and there. Yeah, great. Like, where she's dancing and there's, like, the her in the reflection. Mm. And then I've mentioned it in the in our notes. Uh, there's a bunch of double exposure yep. stuff. Yep. Where they're um, putting her on these kind of alien-looking backdrops and mm-hmm. things. Mm. Uh, I thought it was an interesting choice, but I think it probably... Uh, portrays the story that the ballet is trying to make a bit easier for the audience. Uh, I think
0: it utilizes the fact that it is a film, you know? Um, I think uh, if they did just, you know, straight camera shot, you know, like you're in the auditorium and you get the stage, you know, that's all well and good. But I, I enjoy the fact that they utilize the fact that they knew it was film and with film, you've got a movable audience. You can put the audience any which fucking way you want them to. In theatre, you are compromising for where the audience is. You know that the audience is locked in one spot, so you have to compromise on stage for where they are. Um, right. But when you can control the audience and where their perspective is, that adds so much more creativity and depth. Hmm. Um to, to dance, especially. Right. I've I've done a little bit of research into filming dance and stuff like that and the actual logistics behind it. It's fucking hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really love what um, both um, Robert Heltman choreographed for the, the screen, the, how his choreography translates to film. Um, and then, yeah, the actual sequence itself is fucking exquisite. Costume, design, sets, fucking... <laughs> Very fucking fun, unreal, unreal stuff. Very fucking cool. Um, but the the um, the meaning behind it that I got was that we were looking at it from like Vicky's perspective. Yeah. So like we're embodying how Vicky feels while she performs the show. Yeah. Um, and there's that
1: shot of I think it's the shoemaker. I think, mm. and it like cuts to like learn for
0: half a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that
1: that kind of thing is is kind of clever to get you in that headspace. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, to it's get good. you in the headspace that we're not just fucking going into ethereal whoopy town while we <laughs> while we watch this ballet.
1: I think Victoria. I feel like she doesn't really have. Maybe I'm wrong. With, I'm wrong saying that.
0: No, go ahead. Yeah, she does.
1: She got like some. She's got some like growth to her character. Mm. Not as much as like. Well, not not any less than I would hope. But she she becomes kind of more dramatic, and she's this very, you know, classic dance mm. character.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, she's very yeah, classically a ballerina, like in every sense of the word.
1: And that kind of plays alongside Craster's much more. You know, he's still very passionate, but it's a Different kind of thing.
0: Absolutely. I i enjoyed the um I spotted it right at the beginning. It's uh it poses dance and music against each other in yes. a lot of um uh different sections. At the very beginning there's the you know, the Craster's crew all coming to listen to the music. They didn't give a rat's ass about the ballet. Yes. Um but then there were the two people sitting alongside them that were coming to see arena uh, purely coming to see the ballet they didn't give a rat's ass about the music right and i enjoyed that i never thought about that kind of i my brain always just blends the two into one but mm. you know there there is no music without dance and there's no dance without music so <clears throat> i've always kind of just yeah made that mesh in my head but it was yeah really interesting to see the film ...present dance or kind of battling against music and vice versa.
1: Which is metaphorical of the whole film.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, How exciting.
0: Mm, Julian and uh, Vicky, uh, technically, at odds with one another.
1: Mm. I mean, I like the whole heavy-handed <laughs> metaphor that the, the whole kind of film is. It's It's, it's a bit tenuous, but mm. I think there's a link between that kind of, like being pulled between this ambition specifically for Vicky to dance and then just have a normal life is exactly what the Red Shoes is... Not exactly. But the general kind of gist the Red Shoes is kind of working with as a ballet. Uh, So, like, having... The red shoes, and then the red shoes causes the red shoes in <laughs> real life, <laughs> real life yeah. sort of. Yeah, and she's like, she must dance until she dies, yeah. type thing.
0: Blavatnik yeah. is we- like, we're gonna you that you be a star or you fuck off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The ending was. A lot. <laughs> I didn't like the ending at all. I think the ending is the biggest flop of the whole film for me. I feel like it just it, the film was so good, so good, so good, and then it fucking drops at the very last hurdle, which is a big, big bummer.
1: Yeah, the the kind of like fight in the uh, dressing room, and then I don't know did that feel funny you? Because that felt a little whatever.
0: Yeah, I was kind. Of, I wasn't as engaged as I was expecting to be in it. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it could have been presented a little bit better but like then again i don't know how you do that yeah i don't know i just wasn't feeling it as much as i was supposed to and then she topples herself off and fucking jumps into a train and i was like whoa vicky's dead and then (laughs) no she's somehow alive after throwing herself in front of a fucking train
1: she's dying i guess
0: i guess but like (laughs) it's an ambiguous end isn't it they take off the red shoes and then in fact who knows Maybe she does survive.
1: I felt like, I guess, yes. I guess I hadn't really thought about that, how they never-
0: It's never like, she doesn't do the, Julian, uh, like, the, that never happens.
1: And I guess, oh gosh, I didn't really, yeah, I just assumed that, I guess. But Lermontov's whole thing is that, like-
0: You dance until you die. But he,
1: he specifically says when he, like, comes to the curtains, like, she cannot- Perform what, did he, what did he say
0: tonight, yeah. That, that, that speech got me a little bit choked up. But I think it was purely because of how he delivered it. The hmm. the massive pauses in his words. Like, he was like, hmm. you know, two or three words before he had to stop. Because, like, if he tried to go too fast, he'd start, you know, breaking up into tears. Right. I liked that. I thought his delivery of that, you know, in front of the curtain speech was very good. And then the, ugh, doing the show, but without the leading lady. The spotlight, just like a ghost following where she would go. And then um, Robert Helpman's uh, character, you know, following behind. Oh God, <laughs> gives me the heebies. Fuck that. I
1: hope. She, I well, it's lucky that she didn't have to do any lifts uh, for him because then that would definitely not work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you just have <laughs> he to hover. Just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Break day. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so easy.
0: Yeah. Ah, oh. oh, lovely.
1: I I assume that the intention was to, you know, once again to like mirror the metaphor, uh, and mirror the ballet to some degree, and sure. that's why yeah. that ending felt a bit forced because they were kind of trying to sh- not shoehorn it in, but like stick it in stick there, it. get it yeah. in there. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Visually, mm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Technicolor. Mm.
0: Yes. Which I did Love a little it. reading
1: on. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a. Three-strip Technicolor film. You got it in one, baby. Which is kind of cool, and it adds this kind of interesting effect where
0: I'll take uh, useless Technicolor facts for ten thousand, please. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just like some like hazing on the edges of of anything, like mm. any block of color. Yep. They won't perfectly line up, which is kind of just kind of fun. Mm. I'm glad it was filmed in colour.
0: Yes, so am I. I think the film would have lost a lot of its- The, the red shoes.
1: You know what? It would probably-
0: Ah, the, the, the monochrome shoes.
1: Ah, the mid to dark grey, grey shoes. shoes. Oh. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, there was a lot of- It allowed them to take advantage of a lot of, like, the fun sights.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's one of those films where you're like, oh, you people must have actually gone to like a bunch of really cool places. Although
0: Monte Carlo looked like Monte Carlo,
1: there are a couple of shots that didn't look quite real, as real, like, yeah. There's one of the oh, it's the scene where uh, Arena announces that she's engaged, and they're in that oh, practice yeah, hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and you can kind of see like up in the like. There's people moving in, in, in like in front of and around stuff. So it kind of was like I think those columns are real and they're like very brightly coloured and everything. Yeah. But there's stuff like um the chandelier that was I think completely static and stuff. Mm. Um and you would have mm. expected like a little bit of glinting off of it yeah. or something. So, stuff like that, which wasn't bad. It kind of it's this not simplified but you know more simplified than a photo, very bright. In the same way as a lot of the ballet props. Yeah, the um, set designs. So, I almost felt like it played into it a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. And- Life is reflecting the... Mm. You're always in a show. Mm.
1: Yeah, something like that. Which was, yeah. I might be wrong on that. I probably should have no. read into it more. But I'm pretty sure there were some map paintings mm. used in it. But there were also just like a lot of really cool, big, interesting locations. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's, a str- there's a shot I love from pretty early on. Where it's like um, a top-down shot on a street, um, some kind of supply warehouse or something, and they're like moving stuff onto trucks, and there's just like piles and piles and piles of—I think they were newspapers—like uh, being loaded on trucks and stuff. And there's like so much energy going on, uh, and yeah. all these scenes, and uh, throughout the whole thing, mm. I like—I uh, like this a lot more visually than um, Rebecca. Mm. Because just there's so much energy in every scene, except for the very few scenes that need to have the more sombre and calm. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: there's a lot of business I think, which is yeah, very good in both the set and the 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 cast as well. There's a lot of um, yeah business and things to be done. The mm. the backstage uh, at the Covent Garden scene, which happens pretty early on, um, gives. Uh, the audience, yeah, very, very accurate window into what it's like being backstage at a uh, show like that. You're doing rehearsals on stage. There's set flying all over the place. There's people rigging mm-hmm. lights. There's yeah, it's all happening. Um, right until that curtain lifts, it's it's there's just constantly things to be done. which, Yeah, I was really glad that they they nailed the feeling of that. Um, mm. and uh, when Craster yeah, was- comes in he's trying to find out who's in charge he's like you're in charge and the set guy's like I don't know talk to them I don't fucking <laughs> it's that's a
1: four or five people think they're in charge yeah
0: yeah the mothers yeah I'm just a mother here yeah. <laughs> it-, that- it was too real for me I was like that's this is <laughs> bordering on you're just filming somewhere backstage <laughs> at a show yeah
1: they're, f- they're just filming the fucking back lot of the film
0: yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah too real
1: just fun just like the energy that Mm. was throughout the whole thing yeah and it allows the the intimate moments between vicky and uh julian to shine i think because yeah whenever you have a scene where it's you know there's just the two of them yeah you know it's like serious business yeah uh you don't Mm. have distractions and stuff
0: Mm. mm-hmm All the other um, uh, ballet renditions that there were throughout the... There's, like, that period after the Red Shoes and then are like, all right, we're going to get you to do, like, La Sylphie, Giselle. Um, we're going to get you to fucking just smash out all of these other ballets. They have, like, a quick little mm. montage of her doing the ballets. It was also fucking awesome. I love that because it gave, like, a couple other, yeah, just nice little hints and nods to some of the other grandiose ballets that were being... Um, played back then and still being played today mm. giselle is still um, getting its reruns in the australian ballet and stuff so yeah damn damn
1: uh my takeaway from that was just like scene after scene of Lomentov in his office saying good night to, <laughs> yeah, to everyone. three or four people yeah. that would pop pop their heads in yeah. good night good night good night yeah. and then it, that scene happened like three or four times yeah yeah yep yeah. but maybe that was trying to set up for when he, when he asks them not to leave, because he's, uh, I guess the news... No, so the mail day, maybe? Yeah. Is that, is that what it is yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. When um uh, they get the mail from uh, Julian and Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Mm. After they've mm. been given the boot, the sack. <laughs> well, Victoria quits, I guess, technically, but Julian gets a sack. Because Lermontov is jealous. <laughs> um I wrote down a note here that was like Love Triumphs question mark when uh, Victoria left to like, you know, go out to Craster. And then <laughs> immediately after I wrote Nope <laughs> <laughs> um, I was hoping. I feel for like it. they could've
1: I feel like they could have done that. I don't think it's the message the film is no, trying to No, 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 no,
0: definitely not. It was um
1: The film doesn't want it to be easy.
0: And Hans Christian Andersen, uh, renowned for having rather fucking dark shit in his, uh, stories, um, mm. the, in the actual story, um, the way that they got the red shoes off of, uh, her feet, uh, Woodsman soared off her feet. Ah. To get the red shoes. he's always a Woodsman. <laughs> I like Lumberjack, yeah. What
1: does Hans Christian have about Woodsman?
0: Woodsman. Got a bit of a hard on for Woodsman. A bit of a- Woody-
1: what are you there doing? we
0: go <laughs> I was like is that where he's going
1: you can see me leaning into the microphone
0: yeah um pluck that low-hanging fruit oh so
1: so Douglas
0: <laughs> yes Douglas.
1: do you have any trivia I do
0: have some trivia of course I got some trivia this is a fucking movie about dance how don't I have some trivia this is one of director Martin Scorsese's favourite films. Ah. And he owns a large collection of memorabilia related to it, Damn. including a pair of the red slippers signed by Moira Shearer, a copy of the screenplay signed by directors Michael Powell and Nemerick Pressburger. Scorsese's collection of memorabilia can be viewed on the Criterion Criterion Collection... Crytection DVD Blu-ray <laughs> release of the movie. Protection. So, yeah. Scorsese's got a hard-on for this film.
1: Um, red shoes. Let's see if there's any, like, photos or anything.
0: Of what? Scorsese and his collection.
1: Yeah. To have the shoes is kind of sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And signed by Moira Shira as well. That's... Mm, yeah, mm. fuck. That would go for a pretty fucking penny. A um, oh, pretty little penny. Hmm. Hein Heckroth's involvement as production designer Marks the first time that a painter was hired To supervise the look of a motion picture Hmm
1: That's very Wow I guess it was Fairly early on in Film as a concept Cinema yeah.
0: Mm. yeah And yeah I guess it comes through As you were talking about with the sets and Everything Everything is very Yeah Lively
1: Painterly Hmm
0: When people complained to Hein Heckroth about the grim ending, he pointed out to them that in Hans Christian Andersen's original fairy tale, the ballerina had her feet hacked off by Woodsman to stop her dancing.
1: So you know, comparatively much nicer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She died with Julian. Or did she?
0: Yeah, or did she? Um, Moira Shearer lying there in red paint. I fucking love that. Like, it it was so obviously not blood. It was like just someone came up with a paintbrush and went, blood, (laughs) blood, (laughs) (laughs) blood.
1: It's better than um the one that always gets me is the the blood in Rocky like the spurt of blood that comes out of Rocky's eye oh, in yes. Rocky when they like cut so, him and just looks yeah. straight up looks like someone with like red acrylic paint Yeah
0: yeah yeah so bright red acrylic paint it's not mm. like wine red like blood yeah classic There's a frequent complaint that comes up by viewers as to why in the final sequence Vicky is wearing the red ballet shoes backstage when the story and the ballet opens with her in a different pair of shoes. Oh. Vicky's dresser is clearly seen carrying the white, uh, slash pale pink shoes that she wears in the beginning and is ready to give them to Vicky to change into when she has her final impulse to run out to the balcony. She probably was just checking or breaking them in the shoes in the first place. Uh, but the symbolism of the red shoes controlling her life wouldn't translate if she wasn't seen wearing them. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a thing with point shoes is, yeah, you've got kind of to break in the, the soles of them before you dance in them. Mm-hmm. Um, in his autobiography, Michael Powell recalled that Emmerich Pressburger complained about this discrepancy while they were writing the screenplay. Powell stated, quote, I was a director, a storyteller, and I knew that she must. I didn't try to explain it. I just did it. Which is basically a director saying, I, fucking, I didn't really think about it so hard, but it, I got to run with it now. So that's what it is.
1: It sounds like, it sounds like they've put the metaphor in front of the story writing which yeah. in this case is totally fine yeah yeah it And works. i
0: guess like i as it said there's probably some uh you know you can always make the excuse that she was just yeah breaking in the red point shoes which is probably if mm. if they had two point shoes she would break in the red ones before the show so they were ready to go when she needed to change into them like lickety split um right and then yeah once she's broken them in just put on the the pale pink shoes um mm. Mm, you know whatever mm. Much to his surprise, Michael Powell had great difficulty persuading Moira Shira to be in the film. She held out for a year before giving in. Shearer herself, however, did not particularly care for Powell. In later years, she described the making of the film as being a terrible ordeal. Oh my goodness. She said that Powell was distant and aloof and never really gave her much direction. Further, having to dance for hours on end on concrete floors physically took a toll on all the dancers, making their legs swell. Can confirm, dancing on concrete floors fucking sucks.
1: What do you normally dance on?
0: Uh spring bound uh springy floorboards. Floorboards that have uh, like uh, you know, proper suspension a and bit stuff of underneath spraying them. Spring to them. Mm, yep. Interesting. Uh 'cause uh the, the the springs help save you, cause when you jump and then land, the springs save your knees.
1: It's like um it's like wrestling.
0: Yeah, I guess. Mm.
1: It's like basically just a big trampoline.
0: This Justin, ballet is like wrestling. <laughs> I've
1: always said this. I've always said this.
0: Jonathan, twenty twenty, two five oh Put that on a t-shirt and have, like, a a guy wrestling a ballet dancer. (laughs) After Bora Shira came to international attention for her first feature role as Victoria Page in this film, she was featured as a soloist and principal dancer in the Sadler's Wells Royal Ballet. During the company's North American tour in 1954, Shira was featured as principal dancer in the full-length production of Frederick Ashton's Felix Mendelssohn's uh, Shakespeare in Summer Night's Dream. (laughs) The tour repertoire included the full-length Maurice Ravel Ballet Daphne and Chloe and Shiro retired from ballet in 1953 but continued to act, appearing as Titania in A Midsummer's Night Dream at the 1954 Edinburgh Festival uh, Edinburgh She worked again for Michael Powell in The Tales of Hoffman in 1951 and in the controversial Peeping Tom in 1960, which damaged Powell's own career hmm. Catch John looking up why Peeping Tom was controversial
1: Mm, well, look, the name is not a good start Yeah, yeah, look.
0: Uh, and 1960, I feel like, hmm. Mm. Powell, you might not be on such a hit with uh, Peeping Tom. <laughs> uh, Technicolor founders Herbert T. Kalmus and Natalie Kalmus considered this film the best example of three strip Technicolor. During the filming, however, Natalie often complained that Jack Cardiff uh, wasn't following the, lo- the rules laid down for Technicolor films and demanded that they reshoot various scenes. However, Michael Powell back- always backed up Cardiff and they got the film that they wanted.
1: Nice. Dedication.
0: Which is, yeah, interesting to think that the people that were fucking t- made the technology were like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. he's just like, ah, you, uh, you whatever. <laughs> I th- I don't...
1: Yeah, okay. I wonder how that works.
0: When cinema-goer uh, Ludovic Kennedy saw Moira Sheera in this film, he said that he knew instantly that she was the girl he would marry. He actively sought her out and married her two years later in February of 1950 in the Chapel Royal in London's Hampton Court Place.
1: Aww. Fucking it's cute.
0: cute but kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude watches a chicken movie and he's like, that's the one I'm gonna marry her Got it And then Fucking went after her For like Two years Like Yeah Whatever <laughs> well,
1: Maybe he was charming Yeah Maybe One would assume Yeah You'd think so <laughs> If he got that far mm.
0: The title ballet sequence took six weeks to shoot and employed over one hundred and twenty paintings by Hein Heckroth. The dancing newspaper was achieved through careful cutting and use of wires. Uh-huh. I always thought, yeah, that was a really cool uh, sequence—the the dancing newspaper dude.
1: I liked the effect with with the um, when she puts the shoes on and they like strap themselves up, mm. Mm. and and uh, you could see the wires. It was kind of implied that there was some little trickery Wire, going trickery, on to uh, make that work. Still yeah. clever though. Yeah, well I think it's I it, it looked like you know they're yeah. showing how maybe maybe they weren't.
0: Oh what well, you reckon it, they were flashing how they did it or
1: Yeah mm. for for the actual real
0: audience. Oh true, true, true True. Mm.
1: Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Or maybe it was maybe it was very difficult to edit wires out and things mm. like that.
0: Maybe. Mm. Possibly. Uh, but that's all the trivia I had. Fucking... Mm, uh, interesting. Cute-ass movie. I love... Yeah, very fun. Love watching ballet. Fucking...
1: Very, very fun.
0: Love watching ballet.
1: One of the better 50s ones we've done so far. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah, definitely. It's
1: I, uh... Got the... I just fucking... I just love the energy, man. Yeah. It's so good.
0: It's very infectious. Mm. Which is, yeah, a good thing to have in uh, a mm. film about performing, where normally the energy exactly. needs to be infectious. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself Yeah hmm. uh, Well If you enjoyed uh, Today's two fifty o Episode You can catch us here Weekly Every Tuesday 12am Australian Eastern Standard Time I was having a little something there 2pm uh, on a Monday Greenwich Mean Time 10am Monday Eastern Daylight Time And 7am on a Monday For our Pacific listeners
1: if you want to contact us, you can uh, email us at mail at 250.com. Uh, and you can also check out our Instagram and Facebook pages at uh, 250pod. Instagram is probably the best one to go for. I didn't change but, it on uh, the Google
0: Doc. You really did you save didn't. yourself there.
1: You didn't. Do you notice how I jumped in there before you said something <laughs> stupid? You made a of yourself.
0: I, well, no, I was, um, I was actively leaving it to you. I was like, he can take this next bit. And then you, thank God you did. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Pocket Casts, Google Home, Amazon Echo, wherever good podcasts are sold. Get your podcasts here, podcasts here, get your podcasts, podcasts.
1: We both have a personal Letterboxed <laughs> accounts. Um, letterboxed is a movie tracking and reviewing website that we're both very fond of. Yeah. Uh, my account is UPA, that is U-U-U-P-A-H, and Douglas.
0: Mine is I-E-N-Z-O-K-N-I-G-H-T, that's Yenzo Knight with a K. Jonathan here, I tie coos, so and I write more Condensed versions of what I talk about here on the two five zero, as well as anything that I forgot, which is normal. Uh, I, I tend to forget things whenever we're here and there's the pressure. We're live. We got to do it.
1: <laughs> condensed like milk. Cond- <laughs> um, I like. That. Thanks for joining us, everyone.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining the two five zero. This is a, a good, good movie. Even if you listen to all this, go watch it.
1: Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. you will. You will definitely get plenty out of it mm. that we haven't like spoiled as it were mm.
0: absolutely yeah.
1: it's very visual mm. not heavy but you know good pendant taste for the eyes or uh, light
0: mm. mm. and if you like martin scorsese and his taste i guess you know that's another uh extra if you,
1: tidbit if you like what martin scorsese there, uh, if you like what martin <laughs> scorsese likes then you already like this film true it's been locked in
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: you're uh you got no option
0: yeah Mm -hmm. sorry we don't make the rules that's just how it is no
1: we just enforce them
0: (laughs) you you must you must (laughs) just turns into like a hypnosis thing for like the last five seconds (laughs) oh play that sine wave Uh, well thank you for tuning in to the 250 and we'll uh, we'll see you again soon be good be safe take care out there be safe Mm. Mm, wear a mask Yeah. oh yeah wear a mask oh my god
1: yeah okay okay bye guys i love you love
0: you bye bye